1: CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit CarShield.com/audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at CarShield.com/audio. That's CarShield.com/audio. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: way up at Angela Yee I'm Angela Yee and Jasmine from thejasminebrand.com is here yes and Daniel Caesar is here this is your first time ever sitting with
2: us yeah in this building it's our first time meeting
0: yeah. yeah well thank you so much for coming and congratulations on a new album thank you never enough so I had a question you live in New York yeah why? So I want to ask you this because a lot of people do not like. I find in the music business, you know, New York is not the place that people really have been wanting to live lately. Why do you like New York?
2: It's it's pedestrian. Mm-hmm. It's um. I like anywhere I can walk around and like get to know. It was really cool because it seems like such a big city, and then one day, a couple months into living. At my spot, i noticed the same people walking past my house, and I was like, oh, I'm in a community. Yeah, you okay. You know, and you're like yeah, the, when you recognize the local recognize homeless people. person, or the <laughs> like the girl, there's one lady that walks around, she's got a pig that she walks around my Wow, pig. that is so it's New York. So weird. But, yeah, I just like the people are more, I find them to be more interesting. I don't think I'd live anywhere else in America but New York.
0: That's nice to hear, because I'm from New York.
3: She's a New Yorker. Yeah, yeah,
0: I'm a New Yorker, and so many people, like when they come here, they don't love it, because it, it can be kind of a cold place. I didn't like it when rest- I first came. Yeah. What, what
3: didn't you like about New York when you first?
2: Uh, it's just daunting. It's so chaotic, and <laughs> if you don't find where you belong, then it's kind of like, yeah, whoa, this is weird. And it's like it's also boring because there's so much weird stuff that you have that I have no business, <laughs> you know, <laughs> or to check out. <clears throat> but um, you just have to find your, which I guess is can be said of any city, right? Find honest. your tribe. Yeah. Find your tribe. But I found it, and I I like. The type of person that likes New York, I like that type of person.
0: Okay, and you're from Canada. Are you from Toronto? Toronto.
2: Just, right. outside, just outside. Just
0: outside Toronto, and so I, I read that you bought your parents a farm, like yeah. a, a huge farm. So what's what's that like when you go there? And do you look forward to that? Because I think going from New York to a, like a farm is completely opposite.
2: Yeah, and I'm a big I'm a big duality guy, you know. Mm. So like, um, I love going over there. It's just it's very peaceful. And that's my parents. Like that's their whole mo. Is like they're very just like chill. calm, chill, mm-hmm. peaceful. Like they built their own garden. I helped them build a garden over COVID, so they got like a big ass, just like tomato and vegetable <laughs> garden in the back. And like um, real farm to table.
3: Yeah, it's real farm. It's not.
2: It's like it's it's just a it's just a house with a lot of land. It's Are not really, animals? There's, no, there's no animals. Okay, we I have, was like, wondering
0: if
3: you're like milking cows. Or no, 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 no.
2: We got a bunch of dogs. We got like six dogs. <laughs> Uh, um, that's a lot.
3: Yeah. Now your parents your parents are Jamaican?
2: My father's Jamaican.
3: Okay, and your mom Barbados. Okay, Barbados. You have yeah. a nice mix. I'm
2: a Caribbean boy.
0: Yeah, people love Toronto for that mix too. Yes. Yeah. Listen, the guys used to always be like, Carabana, I gotta go I've never been to it, but yeah. did you grow up going to Carabana?
2: No. No, 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 no. I was I was a uh, Seven Day Adventist, and it was always on Saturday, so my parents were like, "Yeah, because there you
3: churches on Saturday at Seven Day Adventist." Yeah. yeah. So explain,
0: because I don't I don't know that much about the religion, mm. so even when it comes to like the music that you do and everything, and I know you grew up in the church, so was that something that was like hard for you? I don't know that much about 7th Day Adventist, but was it uh mm. oh you're gonna be doing this secular music or?
2: Yeah, but I mean it is it is what it is, but it's like um we definitely we came up. It's kind of like I I describe it like Pentecostal meets Judaism. So Pentecostal is
3: kind of like they be run they be catching the Holy Ghost and that kind of stuff.
2: You know what? Then that's not they don't they, we don't. <laughs> do that's, that. Pente-
3: that's Pentecostal. Yeah,
2: that's that actually spooks that that spooks us that out. That spooks you. Okay. Um, I don't know. It's just like it's just Christian, but mm-hmm. we just worship on Saturday. There's like a couple things that are like more Judaism that we that we abide by, but like no no pork and okay like,
3: meat. Meat but no pork or I was
2: raised vegetarian. Vegetarian okay. Yeah.
3: And then can you is it something like you can't drink during your meal, like or something like that? Or did I make that up?
2: Uh well it's just not encouraged. It depends okay. how they have like a strong health message. Okay. My fault like my, my my dad was actually um he's a bodybuilder back in Jamaica growing up. So he's like a he's a very disciplined, like uh healthy man. And um and so yeah, things like uh he always told me if I drink if I drink liquids and eat while I'm eating soup, I'm gonna catch colic. Which what? I don't even know what that. I is. haven't
3: heard that, but I did hear that Seven Day Venice, You don't. You are supposed to eat then you drink. For some, well, okay. I, that's
2: what I've I've been told that, but I don't think that was a. I, I don't know think like a, big a I'm healthy. not sure why.
3: Okay, what's your what's your relationship now like with God? Because I read this quote and you said something like you belie- you don't you don't so much believe in God, but you believe in God in yourself or something like that. Or did I miss? Did I take it out of context? No,
2: yeah, it's yeah, it's it's um. It's complicated, I would say. I, I believe. You know what I believe? I've never, I never understood the whole um, God thing. I think because I just had this idea of a of a white guy in the sky with a big beard, mm-hmm. um, whatever God is. I know that the only time I've ever felt close to it is is when the music hits okay when 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 the choir goes crazy and you get those goosebumps and the hair stands up that's the only time where i'm like there's something going on
1: right. outside
2: of that for me like there's no i've never like maybe once or twice like a good sermon or something like that but it's always just like music is and so outside of that i don't i don't like to concern myself because i can be a little i can get a little neurotic with things and if i think about things too much i just go off the rails because I need things to like, to I need absolutes and logic. And gotcha. then you can't understand God, so.
0: Okay, but spirituality, you understand. Yeah. I feel like Please Don't Lean has a bit of a, a gospel tinge to it, too.
2: Oh, for sure. That's the, <laughs> yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And I, I can't, it's in me, you know what I mean? Right. That's what, that's what I was raised on. So it's like, it flows out of me.
0: And then, so this is your first time doing a release with a major label, is that correct? Where- yeah. Okay, That's a big deal. That is a big deal because independently you were doing amazing, Mm. right? And then it feels like, you know, the pandemic hit and I know that affected a lot of people. But then you ended up signing a deal. So what made you decide this was the time for you to do that?
2: Um, It was... I think the pandemic, everything felt like it had stopped, was slowing down. I had just a lot of drama had been happening in my life and I felt like... um, I'm in a cycle, I'm in a rut, and I wasn't excited about things. Mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, it's just more of this for the rest of my life. Like, this this was fun back when we were coming up, and now it's not fun anymore. Like, I need a new thing. And then I, I was just, the idea of a major label was in my mind, and I was like, if I don't do it, it's because I'm scared, and I hate that feeling, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like, I was just like, I got to do it.
3: <laughs> so what was the fear about the why would why would you be afraid fear to... of the unknown
2: okay. and also yeah. i just i have a deep dis general like distrust for the corporate anything cor- like corporate you know what I mean gotcha and so it's like yeah but i th- I think I don't think i'm um i think I'm smart enough to to handle myself in these spaces and like you know what I mean
0: do I'll you feel fine. the difference for sure Okay. For sure. So for people out there, because, you know, people... And I think the best way to do it is to start out independent because it helps you kind of be your own machine and mm. know what it is so that you know what to ask for too. And sometimes people sign a deal super early on and they don't even know what it's like to run their own business. They don't know what to ask for. They don't know what the expectations are because you've managed to do so much for yourself. A label should be able to take it to the next level for you then.
2: Exactly. And and also, um, you, it's... It's people, you build a team of people that know you, and then it's like boutique. You have a tailor made, your strategies are all based off of you. When you go to a label, if they don't know who you are, and you're not, a lot of artists are, we're figuring out who we are. We just do things based off of feelings. So you go into a business meeting and you're trying to explain how you feel and what you are, and they're like, it doesn't make dollars, it doesn't make sense. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. In the beginning, we're making decisions purely based off of feeling and that's allowed when it's just you and your friends right. but when you go yeah. to they're like yo we just gave you x amount of money yeah. <laughs> don't come talking about your feelings yeah, and, don't your, care about and your, your, feelings. your you know what i mean <laughs> but once now it's like now that I've, I've i've signed at this point they i've proven that i can do i can do this like i'm actually a professional musician right. yeah. mm-hmm. and so i get more leeway they they we have a mutual respect at this point. They okay. respect my ability.
0: Were there deadlines? Because I know you signed a deal and they're probably like, okay, right to work. But, you know, it, it did seem like you took your time with putting this album together.
2: For sure. And it was like self-imposed deadlines. Because also I could, if you were like, yo, you could work on this album another four years. I would. You would have did it. I would have <laughs> did it. You really? I could, yeah. I, I can. At a certain point, it has to be ripped from my hands.
3: Oh, because you'll just keep going?
2: I'll just keep going.
3: Do you find yourself overworking a song? I have
2: before, mm-hmm. I have before. There's some songs that, not very many, honestly. But there's some songs not mm-hmm. on this album, mm-hmm. but on previous ones where I was like, "Damn, the best version of that song was like three versions ago, and I <laughs> messed kept up." I shouldn't, I shouldn't, <laughs> uh, but it is what it is. Yeah. What do
0: you prefer performing? your more stripped down songs where it's more like acoustic, with you and a guitar, or do you like? Because on this album, you do have songs that are a little different for you, you know?
2: Yeah. Yeah, the turn, This I've never really got this turned up on some of these songs. I personally, I love, my favorite songs are the songs that I can literally not sing and the crowd will sing the whole okay. thing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So Do you ones. remember
3: the first time that happened to you? Where, where the crowd sang everything, and you just kind of were quiet?
2: Damn, I don't, I just know it was like, First time I that conscious so of it was like a festival probably in twenty seventeen and I, I was maybe like San Francisco or something like that. Mm-hmm. But
3: what song do you think it was? Do you remember? I'm sorry. which oh, one? Always
2: best part. Oh, uh, I can it's sing that song word for word. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's like a wedding song. That... <laughs> it's just yeah. It just yeah. Forever. Mm-hmm.
2: It's one of those ones. It's yeah. I don't
3: that's gonna be around forever forever yeah, yeah. it feels that's a like classic the...
0: and you know how rare that is to make a song like that that's a classic that people are like i want that song at my wedding and that wasn't even i'm sure a plan for that but that is just like the perfect okay we getting married best part that's like the in love you know it's
2: the new it's the new one it's like i feel yeah it's just like my stevie song or something like you know what i mean
0: what inspired you with that song what was going on in your life <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sounds good. <Yeah. laughs>
2: no, I think at that point I was <laughs> at that point I was broken up.
0: Ooh. Um Your body language is telling it
2: all, right? <laughs> <laughs> I know, I'm like I'm like fidgeting yeah. and like yeah. No, yeah, I was I was broken up at that point. But it was just that was that was just that's the type of at my core that's the person that i am i'm just like a like a simpy romantic like you know um and so gabby was just the best we sat down and it was like i think you're amazing i think you're amazing too we should pick up a guitar and then the first thing i play and it just flowed out it was just so easy it wasn't like i was stewing on the idea or anything it's just like blah blah, blah. it just flowed out
0: Mm-hmm.
3: So it wasn't re- it wasn't written before it wasn't done before no. you guys kind of did it at the moment. That's In the moment, t- That song
2: took about maybe like four hours total, okay. and at the end we spent another four hours talking about how we just made a classic song.
0: <laughs> so you, two knew. All. you knew, we they knew, knew. Okay. we knew, we knew. That was that. So I'm shocked at that because it was a breakup that made you write that song.
2: It was just kind of like it was. I did the whole <laughs> we're broken up, we're together, broken up for so long. It's kind of like mm-hmm. I don't even know. This is just. It's just a a close friend that I beef with all the time. You know what I mean? Like, I like that's a nice way to put it. Yeah, Yeah, Mm -hmm. you know? Kind
0: of like, oh, you always love her. Exactly. Always.
2: Yeah, I always got love for her. But, (laughs) yeah. But you know what, actually, is a funny story is I lied. The chorus, the chorus I had written, and I tried that chorus on maybe three other songs. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: Because I just, I do that like I'm very um, frugal with my songwriting. So if I write something, it doesn't come out. It's like a rap verse. I'll just try and put it on this next beat or this next instrumental that I make. And um, I had tried this song on three, three other songs and my producer that was with me, when I pulled it out in that session, he started laughing. He's like, bro, like you're never going to let this song die. Yeah. Like, just <laughs> well, let the good idea. give up on the chorus. But then it, it worked and it was, yeah, I knew it was going to work.
0: Now, talk about experimenting on this new album, though, because like you said, you've done some some different types of sounds on here. Was that your idea or was it people around you that were like, let's, you know, try something a little different? And are you a person that's open to that initially?
2: Yeah, honestly, if anything, that's it was absolutely my idea. And if anything, I had people around me to remind me that I shouldn't alienate my fans. Because if, if for me, I would have just completely... I would, R&B like especially after Best Part or something like that it's like alright I got that I figured that one out like mm-hmm. let's I'm, I like to try and learn new things and conquer things so like um like with a Shot My Baby or something like that like that was the mm-hmm. stuff that was getting me excited like
0: Jasmine likes that song we're pushing That's forward my, yeah, it's, crazy. <laughs> it's crazy right
2: Yeah. <laughs> I always when I think about that, that one and like Unstoppable those ones make me think of the first time I ever heard Runaway I remember I was in my parents' room because they had the radio in their room and they were out at work or something. And I was like lying on their floor, and I heard "Runaway." And I remember thinking like, "This is the gold digger guy. Like, you're allowed <laughs> to do this? Like, I didn't know because it's like you. Right. You have this is not like I just want to be like R and B artist, but like you may shot my baby. Like, what does that even mean? What does that mean for genres? What like, yeah.
0: You don't want to be put in a box of anything. I hate boxes. Yeah. I hate them. And then you have Summer Walker on the remix. And you got Rick Ross on the remix, too. So you put out these additional songs, Mm -hmm. you know, as well. I love that, too. Because Always, I'm not going to lie, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people have said Always is their favorite favorite song song. on the the album. Mm -hmm. You know, so I, you know, like that idea. So was it Summer Walker, you have been in conversations for you guys to do something together? Or did you hear it and be like, okay, I want to get her on this?
2: Yeah, it was just uh, the song I've been sitting around for a while. And... um... And we were just talking about like, yo, we should we should uh we should get someone on this, and I was just like, oh, summer, obviously, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah, obviously, yeah, right. it's, it's, like, it's summer. Yeah.
3: <laughs> did you, and did you work with um, Rafael Sadiq on this project? Yeah. Okay. How um, was that?
2: That was that was fun. That was probably some up there for my favorite sessions on mm-hmm. this project. He's like, he's so sick.
0: Yeah, he's amazing. He's,
2: yeah, just the coolest guy ever, and um, so we were working. We did a two day session, and the first day was great. We we made some cool stuff. And then the second day, we were working on this song on, on Do You Like Me, mm-hmm. and he brought in um, Dylan Wiggins, his nephew. And uh, Dylan is going absolutely crazy right now. Like, every every good album that's out, like Dylan is producing on it. Gotcha. And um, we just clicked in that session really well, and then I was just like, oh, I want this guy to produce the whole thing.
0: Okay. And how many people, like, who are some of the people that you feel surreal to have worked with? I know you wrote... Um, from Mary J. Blige yep. before, too, and I can't even imagine what that experience was like because she just seemed like she would be real super cool to yeah. be in
2: She was just in there. She has her candles she likes. <laughs> she loves... um Hookah? Twizzlers. Twizz- oh, Twizzlers. Okay. <laughs> you twizzle, you do like this. Yeah, I like, know, I know. No, no. I know he's not saying a blunt, but like. <laughs> no, 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 she. She loves likes Twizzlers. Twizzlers. that's Interesting. Yeah. Um, it's a little fun fact. I know. It was, yeah, it was great. And then Twizzlers endorsement. Yeah. I know we gotta we gotta hook her up with the. I love those Twizzlers. Um Brandy. <laughs> Brandy mm-hmm. was crazy. She Brandy loves and I don't I don't have to shoot. She is like a World of Warcraft head. It's so <laughs> That's crazy. Really, yo, she <laughs> loves World of Warcraft, and that was like, I never. It made me love her so much. I was like, in in a thousand years, I never would have guessed that you fuck a World of Warcraft. And she like, um, telling like a few accounts. She's like, yo, I could sell this account for like ten grand.
0: That is or whatever. so random, by the way. <laughs> so <laughs> random. It
2: was really cool, though. I really, I really. She's yeah, she's amazing. She's. Sometimes I'm like, there's no way she's a real person. She's just like so sweet and like regal, and yeah, she could sing her voice is beautiful mm-hmm. sing insane
0: now you also worked with your brother on this album, right? Didn't he also um write and co-produce Valentina?
2: He did okay he he has the he wrote the um there's a reference track out there that i'm'm I'm, I'm gonna leak one day, but <laughs> he like came up with it it's it's his concept, and then i I took it and ran with it.
0: so you've never been a side piece
2: no, uh. I have, but I don't believe in that <laughs> anymore. I'll never do it again.
3: So he has, but he, won't, why, he, why he won't do you say you'll never block on that.
0: Yeah, why do you say you'll never do it again?
2: I was saying this to someone the other day. There is don't even if you can be with with the woman that's being unfaithful on her man, you shouldn't because it jades your whole world. And there's nothing there's nothing scarier than being with a woman. And then like her boyfriend calls or something and you see, and she lies to him and you realize like, he will never find out. And you know he'll never find out. And you're like, oh, they're so much smarter than us. <laughs> and then it just gets so, it's like, I'll never do it again. I, I've seen it and I was like, oh no, I don't like this And yeah, then this you feel feeling. crazy
3: cause you gotta be quiet. You yeah, like, you gotta be. you quiet quiet as a mouse. <laughs> yeah. Were you famous at the time? Were you well known? Or is this a pre, Yeah. you were f- yeah. known at the time. Yeah, I was. Can you Oh that's so funny to me. Yeah. Like shh crazy. Call, be quiet. And then it's like sometimes it's and like a guy he might, a he might he might look
2: like you or something. <laughs> it's like bro this could just be it could so easily be me it, it, it might be me one day if i'm not careful like i gotta like get my karma right <laughs>
0: That's now, now toronto 2014 is also a song on the album and that is a special time for you special place so what do you put obviously like you dream of being successful this is where you want to be when in 2014 i'm sure you could never have envisioned yeah you know what's happening for you now but it does come with its challenges yeah. Right. So can you talk about like just the difference in life between Toronto in 2014 and Daniel Caesar here in New York in 2023?
2: Um It's it was simpler back then like now you have to worry about how you're perceived by other people. And before it was like I would only worry about it when I felt like worrying about it. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I could, you go back to pictures. I was just a dusty, I was a dusty kid. You know what I mean? I was I'm mad dusty. you called yourself dusty. I was dusty, crusty, musty.
3: All the usties. All the usties, right? Mm-hmm.
2: And it was fun. Like, that's always been like, that's, you know what I mean? Like, that's always kind of been.
3: Your vibe. My vibe.
2: Because I'm I like. Like a
3: dusty vibe.
2: I make music. I'm really good at that. I'm not a model. I'm not, uh, I'm not like, I, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I can get up, get out of bed, and do what I want as long as I end up in the studio at the other day. Mm-hmm. But now it's kind of like, yo, I can't just, I can't, um, just get out and go down to the bodega looking any kind of way, cause people right. stop me and they're like, "Yo, how's it going?" All you time, gotta moisturized.
0: I mean? You look well moisturized today. I did,
2: but you know, I, I on oh God, I walked out of the apartment this morning. I looked down and my knuckles were white, Were they? white, 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 white. Do you
3: lotion after you uh, shower and stuff? Yeah, I do. Okay,
2: but some I have naturally dry skin, yeah, so no. I just yeah. like the, in the wrong weather, it just yeah. <laughs> You
0: know. <laughs> it's the worst for because I get very ashy and I shouldn't. Like people yeah. and I can see my ash. I can see my
2: ash too. Yeah. You know, it's, it's... It is a little cool this and morning And especially
0: during COVID, you had to like always constantly wash your hands. Mm-hmm. I was like, I am so ashy all the time. <laughs> all the
2: time. But
0: okay. what was
3: the question about oh,
0: this? So we were talking about the difference between Toronto in twenty fourteen oh, yes. and then Daniel Caesar here in New York in twenty twenty three. Because while there's some great benefits, there's also challenges that come with that.
2: Yeah. So yeah, I would say yeah, like being perceived. And, like, having to think about that all the time, like, that's something I have to train. It's just that I want to enjoy myself all the time, and those are things I don't enjoy.
0: You can't just say what you think because it's going to be taken very think. differently coming from you yeah. than it is by a random person
2: yeah. on social media. And you have and to, you definitely
0: learned that. I
2: learned that. I learned that the hard mm-hmm. way. And also, like, I also learned, yeah, everything you do, you have to take into account, you have to live your life based on the thickest person. Like the the person that's last to the joke. You have to think about them at all times. You know what I mean? It's like in society, like, you have to tell... You have to put up signs saying, like... What's a good example? Like, you got to tell people not to just run into the middle of the road while there's traffic going on. Like, Mm -hmm. that should be obvious. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. you have to put up these signs. You have to tell people... On on a coffee cup, you have to tell people wait until it's cool before you drink it, Right. because right. some people won't, and they'll burn, and then they'll sue you.
3: You have to be more responsible. <laughs> with that's with a what way you say. better way. Yeah, there, there we go. go. Yeah, we're thinking of it. Thank medicine. you. Yeah, yeah. There you have we to go. be more responsible. Yeah. See,
2: that was irresponsible. What I just, would I it just...
0: wasn't. You just come confined... it's out. It's out. It's out. It didn't happen.
2: <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Can... But yeah, you know what I mean. And so, things like that. I don't. It's just. It's simply just I don't enjoy it because I also have a bad habit of like complaining about these things. Sometimes people close to me can I'm whining about things that seem so inconsequential because me four years ago when I was dusty musty, I would have given anything to have these issues. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I'm trying to to be conscious of that and not complain because this is I love my life and I wouldn't trade it for anything.
0: Right. I saw you right on Twitter that you love your life. I love it. But then you also said, why is it only ugly people telling me I'm ugly?
3: It's <laughs> just crazy. I saw that tweet even before you told me we were interviewing him. I was it's like that's so funny.
2: So crazy cuz yeah. it's true, man. I'm really like, you know, I used to I used to feel so I, I used to feel like I was ugly and then I was just like No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm actually I'm a very I'm a handsome young man. man you know what we I mean? go, yeah. But but then I'll just be feeling myself and I'll just be on my sh- and then every time I see someone telling me that I'm ugly, I go and I'm like, let me do some research. Let me see who this person is. You know is. what I mean? Right. And I'm, never, I'm never like, damn. You know what I mean? <laughs>
0: yeah. I, I think the fact is that the people who are like happy in their lives, and I always say this, it's never somebody that like can dress well telling you you can't dress or somebody that's like attractive. telling, Because they don't think about that. Like exactly. People that, you know, I just feel like if you're happy and who you are and you want other people to feel that way too. Mm-hmm. So you don't go, like, bashing people unless you don't feel good about yourself.
2: Ex- exactly. Mm-hmm. And
0: mm-hmm. also, it's
3: one thing to, to to think something, but it's another thing to actually write it and tweet it and post it. Like, I just like, it's a little weird. It's. <laughs> it can be a little yeah. weird.
2: It's, and yeah, people, it's unfortunate. People, like, a lot of people just don't have better things to do. And that's, I mean, it's, I don't know whose fault that is, but mm-hmm. that just is what it is. And I have to remember for myself.
0: Right. Go to your farm and take a moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I got things I can do. <laughs> You
2: definitely. I, do. Got, I got things to do. You definitely <laughs> do. I don't ha- I honestly don't have time to be reading comments about me, and that's a waste of my time when I do that. Okay. But.
0: Did you really ever think at a time that you were gonna be like canceled forever? Was that a fear of yours? Or did you feel like I'll be okay?
2: No, I felt I felt like um I never like cancelled is what? It's kinda like I never felt like I would go broke or something like that. Like, I just felt like people wouldn't like me forever. And Mm -hmm. I still, I feel like that all the time. I feel like the majority of people would not like me. Do I think that people are going to, I know they're going to listen to my music because it's Mm -hmm. good. (laughs) But are they going to like, I also have to deal with them hating me and wanting the worst for me and expressing that to me because I don't, I'm too, I'm very sensitive, Mm -hmm. but like that is what it is. And that's kind of, I created that scenario myself. That's all.
0: Right. But I also feel like taking accountability and responsibility is an important thing. For sure. Yeah. And even for you, like, I'm glad you put out an album Mm. because I've always been a Daniel Caesar fan and I've always said that. And so Mm. I just feel like sometimes we can like go into a a, like, I don't even want to put myself out there because I don't want to. It's worse than what we think it is. Yeah. At times, I think it is a lot of people that like will tweet, but I see a lot of positive responses with the music. So how do you feel now that the album is
2: out? I I feel the same. I've I um. Yeah, I I think the people, the naysayers. I don't think they were ever fans to begin with. Mm-hmm. I was just someone that they knew of. Right. Um. And yeah, I think that most people. There's always like everyone. It's the silent majority. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I think most people want to hear and are are pleased with it. And I know in my heart that. Excuse me. That I did. My very best, and I believe in my heart, this is my best work. Um, and so, the people that that rode with me, like I, I rode for them, and I, I, I stayed down, and I, I put my everything into this project, and this is for them.
0: And you've accomplished a lot even prior to this. You've always been a fan of John Mayer, yeah, right. And then you had the opportunity to really hang out with him. How did that happen? How did
2: that happen? I think he reached out. He reached out to me. He reached out to me, or to to my, like my management or something like that. But my guys were just like, "Yo, John Mayer, he has this song that he wants you to hop on." You were like, "What?" A remix. I was, oh my god. <laughs> he is the reason I can play guitar. Like my dad, my dad's actually here today. He'll tell you, like, I he used is
0: to, okay. Yeah, so
2: crazy. I know he's never we've never done this before, but he's he's here today. Um, and he'll tell you, yeah, I used to just I used to terrorize them in the house. Just they got me a guitar for my 10th birthday, and I would just. <laughs> Play the same song over and, <laughs> over and over and That's over and so over. Yeah, and it was always John Mayer. Mm-hmm.
0: And then he just knew who you were, yeah. and just was reaching out to you. Who's yeah. been the like the craziest person that you're like? I can't believe this person like early on in your career that lets you know this is really happening. Mm-hmm. Early, like who was on it super early that? Cause sometimes that, but like that validation is like helps you
3: continue, to got keep it, keep going, yeah.
2: Pat the manager, Pat the man, like a chance manager. Mm-hmm. That was one that I was like, oh, I can like really do this. Like he knows, he knows who I am. Um, that's early. I'm trying to think every any like it was like people but those honestly made my a managers lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah like like my managers at the time Jordan Jordan Evans and Matthew Burnett like they were like local local hometown heroes like they had mm-hmm. produced um a bunch of like not a bunch but like some Drake songs and then uh not afraid for Eminem they did that with Boy Wonder
3: mm-hmm.
2: and they came to me and they're like yo we think that you can um you think that you can do this. We want to produce your album. And that for me was like really all that I needed to be like, Oh, I'm, I can do this.
0: And were you always having some type of business acumen? Like, did you have your business together? We always hear stories of people that were like, and I was just like, yeah, let's go. And I signed it in. And...
2: Yeah. Um, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't describe myself as a businessman. I would describe myself as I'm not, uh, I'm, I'm not a dummy. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we were, I understand people to a certain point, it's like we were just all in it together. And so we, 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 the original idea was that we were going to, they're going to make an album for me and then I was just going to go off, sign to a label, I was going to pay them back their cut and I would be a label artist. And then after the success of the first two projects, we were all just working along so well and I was just like, yo, let's just make a company together. Let's just do this together. And they're the brains. You know what I mean? Right. Um, But we're all, we all just own it. Okay. 30, 30, 30. I like that. I I like
3: that too, yeah. Yeah. I was going to ask you about your fans. I know that you said during the pandemic you felt like some distance or you didn't really, they didn't really understand you or something along those lines. Do you feel like your relationship with your fans is better or is it the same?
2: Yeah, but also I think it's really about my relationship with myself because the fans are... Whatever it is it's it's real but it's also not real, you know what I mean? Okay. They don't know me. Every, mm-hmm. every time someone tells you that they love you but they've never met you. Right. What is that really? That's just They, they love, it. love They love what they know about you yeah. and they
0: love your work. They love your art.
3: Yeah.
2: Exactly. And so it's it's my relationship with myself when I'm cool with myself, then I'm fun to be around and then I'm fun to it's fun to interact with my fans. And you said you
0: also have 3 albums of music waiting to come
2: out. Yeah is so three full albums no i just mean three albums worth okay so i don't have like concepts and art covers and all that stuff but i just mm-hmm. have i've made three iterations of this album that okay came out. and so i have a bunch of i have a lot of songs what
0: are you gonna do with them
2: my plan i would like to have a period of high output you know, remember when the Migos was dropping, it felt like every three months the Amigos yep. had a new Yeah, album. and
0: Lil Wayne too. Remember Lil oh, well, Wayne Lil Wayne used to drop so Oh my all gosh. The time. I feel like he yeah. set the standard was crazy. of crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Definitely not nearly as <laughs> frequent as <laughs> it's like a wild crazy. No no, no, no. I'm not trying to flood the market, but, <laughs> but um definitely I, I have some other I have and also I'm so versatile, like I, I have so many different types of music I enjoy making. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe in like a project being a complete thought so it's like I'd love to like have my punk album and my gospel album my, you know like
0: oh, wow.
3: all, these,
2: all these different things and I mean we'll see what happens this could we might see me in four years and I haven't dropped anything but...
3: <laughs> would you ever consider rapping
2: Uh, I have but I'm always discouraged from it I don't think I'm very good at it but I have, and I've in my heart. In my heart, you're. In my heart, are you a
3: rapper in the shower? Maybe no one sometimes. Be, no
2: one believes in me, but I believe in me. You know
3: what I <laughs> mean. Sometimes
2: that's all that matters. That's all that matters.
0: Was it hard for you to decide what to put on this album? Because you pro- being that you have so much music, I'm sure some of the songs are amazing. But then it's also like what fits together.
2: Yeah, it was very difficult. Um, and also, this is the longest. I don't. I generally, I've always told people I don't believe in fifteen song albums. Mm-hmm. Anything more than twelve songs feels generally, but this, this is it. this album. That's what it told me it wanted it to be. You know, right. Um, and then st- structuring, like sequencing it, trying to tell a story sonically and lyrically. It was tricky, but we got it.
0: I love how it started. I love Ocho Rios in the beginning as the first song. It's a good one. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a good one. Yeah, me ready to go on vacation. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, I do want to thank you for coming by, Daniel Caesar, because I've always wanted to have you on the show, even when I was on the Breakfast Club, and now I have my own show. And you, boy, chocolates you came with gifts. Yeah, I did. yeah, which you know, I had promised myself I'm going to cut back on the candy, but now I'll start next week. Next, I do that all the time. Put next you week. Back a little bit. Are there anything yeah. here? Any shrooms or anything? Oh,
2: or, no. Gosh.
3: Okay. just no, checking.
2: No. Next, if you're into it, next time. <laughs> <laughs> and,
0: and she is so. <laughs> I <don't>, I... <laughs> Have you ever had any crazy experiences?
2: Uh, shrooming. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had some amazing cries. Mm. See, that's uh, what I'm scared of. It's a good no, cry. Do it. It's a good cry.
0: It's, good. it's a laughing so hard. I've had it where I was laughing so hard I couldn't stop crying.
2: See, so I had that's close. I had one where I was I was in a bad place. I was in a bad place, and I remember I was with a group of my friends, and I'm like, I'm not crying in front of my friends. Are you crazy? Mm-hmm. And so I, we're in a hot tub, and I go over to the, to the. The pool next to it, and I'm just in there by myself, <laughs> and I want to cry, and I start like laughing maniacally, <laughs> like the like joke or something. Mm-hmm. But it was just like, <laughs> and I couldn't stop. It was like really loud, and obnoxious, but. <laughs> I realized that laughing at, like, a good laugh and a good cry, they could, like, there's, like, they can uh, coexist. <laughs> there's, a,
3: there's a fine line between them, right?
2: Yeah, they might be two sides of the same coin or something, you know, it's a release. Yeah, it was good. It's a release. Okay. I'm da- all
0: right, so, yeah. look, you're in New York, we're going to try. <laughs> you, know, so, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because it was an amazing,
3: it's amazing, and Jasmine's
0: never tried it, so. I you had a little tea, it?
3: but I didn't go hard enough because I'm a scary cat. I don't want- I feel like I might cry, and I don't. You but what's wrong with some- crying?
2: I don't. It's better than crying when you're not on shrooms.
3: <laughs> That's true. You
2: know That's what I mean? True. And you're going to cry eventually yeah, like.
3: I'm gonna, try. I'm gonna cry anyway.
0: So. Are you able hey. to like write things or really think while you're on shrooms because sometimes you have ideas and you're like I can't even write this down. Like I physically couldn't.
2: I do it well it depends. I like a microdose. Like mm-hmm. I haven't done a big trip in a while cuz I also I you know what it is? It's it's those existential
3: I'm it is scared. scary yeah i'm scared but you
2: just gotta be you have to like plan it out and take a day. but i did i did a mushroom trip i wrote superpowers on okay. this album oh
3: okay
2: and we gotta, i, I gotta know there's the now. one or two others unstoppable yeah i nice can see that, true MDMA, <laughs> it, has that feel. it has that type of feel <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 it was great <laughs> um so yeah it was really cool what about
0: sex mushrooms? sex
2: mushrooms is great <laughs> mm it's really good if you're but you have to really you can't have sex on shows with someone that you're like eh about <laughs> right.
3: he said, eh. yeah you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. or like
2: you know or an ex that you hate it's got to be like <laughs> ex you, that yeah. you hate. i want to spend time with you because you look at them in their face like they could look scary they could, right. oh. if you don't fly with their spirit like they yeah. might look like a monster to you oh. and then you
0: write shot my baby and then that's that <laughs>
2: yeah exactly <laughs> I, I love it get <laughs> <Yeah, song>. dark <laughs> yeah, real dark real quick i love that song yeah i <laughs> I know. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, she's a yeah, yeah, yeah. real she's,
0: one. She's a real one. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Watch out. All right. Well, Daniel Caesar, again, thank you so much. I really do appreciate it. And I know um, you're on tour also mm. right now. So how's yeah.
2: that? Just um, make sure
0: people know where to get their tickets. And
2: It's sold out, but oh, we're going to be doing it. It's Antarctica a good problem. Is. It's yeah. like a small... We're doing Irving Plaza. We, I wanted to do like a small, intimate sort of, you know, mm-hmm. but just... Stand by because in the fall, we have. I can't announce more than that, but after the summer, we're gonna do some, we're gonna do a big tour. Whole world,
0: all right. Oh, wow, okay. Well, we're yeah. looking forward to that. Thank you so much you for go. coming through thank for you. the of first course. time ever. And, guys, and definitely, if you not the last come to
2: Urban Plaza, you should, yes, we it. should. If it's sold out, but we, we work it out. No, no, no I got we
0: okay. Should. You got, you he got, he got, he got, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> I know the guy, I know the guy.
0: Well, thank you, way up at Angela.